0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Chirp, brought to you by The Birdhouse. The Birdhouse is a series of podcasts covering anything and everything, combining sports and all MHS-related activities founded by the MHS Road Productions Club. The Chirp is a sports podcast hosted by Ben Roy, Joni Nielsen, and Nia Hickey. And on this first episode, we will be covering NFL QB shakeups and the revival of MHS basketball season. Stay tuned for more. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to The Chirp, an all-new podcast brought to you by the MHS Red Productions Club. I'm your host, Ben Roy, along here with Jonah Nielsen and Mia Hickey. And what is The Chirp, you may be wondering right now. We're an all-new podcast, kind of stringing from the hot talk that happened last year with uh, myself, Cameron Darcy, Annabelle Watson, and also Anthony Mazzata. And uh, we're kind of revamping it, you know? it was, COVID kind of hit us hard, and we didn't really know how to balance that, so we're back and under the MHS Red Productions wing, the Red Productions Club has started up something called the Birdhouse, and uh, Mia, tell us a little little bit about the Birdhouse.
1: Yeah, so the Birdhouse is kind of our next umbrella of activities that we're gonna do and put out there. We have already put out this fun, like baking competition cook-off thing where I actually took on Jack Larson, a junior here at MHS. We baked these like cookie, brownie, blondie things Um, I think I clearly won, but I guess you guys can all figure that out.
0: Yeah, so stay tuned for stuff coming out of the birdhouse, like cooking shows, new podcasts, something like that. But us as a chirper, you know, primarily sports-focused podcast, and uh, obviously the sports world is, a lot's going on right now. NBA is in full full steam ahead. NFL is, you know, obviously going into the Super Bowl. A couple weeks of Pro Bowls this weekend, I believe. And, um, you know, the QB shakeup in the NFL is a certainly big topic, streaming around the ESPN world.
2: And, uh, Jonah, what do you got? All right, first thing, the main topic. What's we'll going on in everybody's head? Who does every team want? Deshaun Watson. Now, there's a couple teams that are, like, main teams in there. you got the Dolphins, got the Panthers. Ben, who do you think? Who do you think's got Watson okay, in the bag? Okay, primarily
0: I'm going to go. have to go with, you know, DQ Dave. His Dolphins, okay. Dolphins have a lot of draft picks this year. They could go with the QB in the draft. However, I think they're going to go with more experience as they went with Tua. And, you know, he's a rookie. But, you know, he didn't really meet their expectations in my eyes. He has a good future. But, you know, Fitzpatrick's there. He's a little older guy. I don't think he has many years left in the NFL. And I think they're going to trade Tua away to, I think, possibly the Texans for Watson and then use those draft picks to get good weapons around him. He already has, you know, Gisecki's in there. You know, I just feel like the Dolphins have some weapons right now, but they should use the draft to... Get targets for Deshaun Watson, build up their o line even more, and uh, you know I'm seeing the Deshaun Watson's home is going to be in Miami.
1: I don't know. I'm thinking so the Jets kind of need a good player, that and is they're going to yeah. need something to like ramp up their gameplay. So I have a feeling that Watson's going to make his way over to New York.
0: The thing is, they do have a really top draft pick. I think oh, they could use. they. I think Jags, obviously, probably going to take Trevor Lawrence. They need a QB. They need they had Mike Lennon in there. I mean, you know, the guy did his job, but obviously they're going to need someone better to fill that role, and that draft pick's going to be crucial for them. But the Jets, they really could use some better wide receivers and some better targets, like I said, for a QB like Deshaun Watson if they got one, and they could use the draft for that, or they could pick. You know, Justin Fields is a really top draft pick that they could you know, pick up and trade away.
2: You know, I, or I see the Jets taking Deshaun Watson way more than the Dolphins here. Because think about it, last season, who was in at the end of games? If the Dolphins needed a game-winning drive, they did not have Tua in that game. So what makes you think that the Texans would go for someone like Tua win? I mean, yeah, he has some promise, he's a top draft pick, but do they really want a guy that they didn't trust over like a 40-year-old throwing the ball at the end of the game going for a game-winning drive? But the Jets, on the other hand, the Jets are a young team all around. They got the cap space. They got the high draft pick to give to the Texans, and Deshaun Watson going there. And even the Texans, they don't have like any draft picks in the first round, so they are going after that number two pick. And that's where they are a team going after uh, Justin Fields, uh, Zach Wilson, a uh, Mac Jones, going after one of those guys. But I just I don't see the Dolphins being able to work it out in the Texans' favor personally.
0: Yeah, you see, you said one thing in there. Promise. Okay. I think Tua has a lot of promise. I think if he has the good coaching staff around him, he can become a, a good QB, a good caliber QB that, you know, a team can build off with. But obviously, Deshaun Watson up in the air. We each have our own kind of personal picks and priorities for where he's going to go. But Mia, you also have something on Aaron Rodgers today, and he's also up in the air. You know, he's obviously got a legacy in Green Bay, but, you know, he certainly could go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, so he's definitely got some options um, depending on where he wants to go. So one of the things that CBS Sports I read earlier said that, like, his most, well, the five most landing spots, I guess you would say, were the Broncos, the Raiders, the Colts, the Patriots, and the 49ers. But they would have to make that decision kind of quickly because the Green Bay Packers would lose. So basically, they would save $5.5 million if he's traded prior to June. But anything after, they could lose like $20 million plus.
0: Which is, you know, it may seem like pocket change, but that could add up. <laughs> and I personally, Jonah, what's your take on this? I know you think Aaron Rodgers, is home is forever. I have to say
2: Aaron Rodgers is upset right now. Last year, going to the draft, what do the Packers need? Weapons. They have Devontae Adams, debatably the best receiver in the NFL. They need more weapons to add on, give Aaron Rodgers weapons, weapons, weapons. And what do they do? Draft a quarterback who didn't the touch the, the field. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is in there and has an MVP caliber season. So what do the Packers got to do now? Do they try to get Aaron Rodgers out of there and start Jordan Love? That is just not the answer whatsoever. The Packers are going to do everything they can to keep the MVP, who is going to be Aaron Rodgers. They're going to do everything they can to keep him in Green Bay, draft whatever weapons that Rodgers wants, running backs, wide receivers, whatever he needs. They will do everything in their power to keep Aaron Rodgers on the Packers. And see, before
0: I came into this room, I was kind of thinking, you know, Aaron Rodgers might end up on another team because you know money reasons but if you look at the legacy of green bay recently recently i you know brett Barr went through there but if you look through recently it's been aaron Rodgers, you know and he's got that guy adams next to him okay that guy is that's one of the arguably the best wr and qb duo in the league and i feel like like you said weapons if green bay develops his weapons and they get weapons in this draft class the packers will become a nuisance in the nfl they already are right now, but they—they're gonna win a Super Bowl if they pick up the you know the weapons that Rodgers needs, and if they keep Rodgers with them, which I think they will. Which because, I don't know. I yeah. have
1: a feeling that like he kind of wants out. Like I don't think it's the team as a whole wants to boot him. I think that he's upset that they lost, and he's getting not that like he's old, but as you grow older, you can't really play football when you're like fifty-five or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. So, I think he just wants out because they lost.
2: You know, I do think that he might want out, but I don't think he's a, a lost cause for these Packers. Like, no, yeah, that's true. Not at all. He yeah. might want to get out of there because what do they do? They're not giving him what he needs. Like, yeah, their defense isn't that good. The They don't have any more weapons. Their wide receiver, too, after their star Devontae Adams is Alan Lazard, who was even out for basically the whole year last season up, up until the end of playoffs. the season and the playoffs came around. I couldn't see a situation, though, where... The Packers couldn't do what they need to do to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And especially that is a huge contract that would have to go somewhere else for the Packers to get rid of him. Not a ton of teams can afford that. Yeah, there's teams with a lot of cap space, like like the Colts, for example. Mia brought up the Colts. They have the cap space to get Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think that they would have enough to give up, or the Packers would be willing to do that at all. They want to keep their MVP in Green Bay.
0: So, you know, our pick, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, staying in Green Bay, staying at Lambeau Field. I think he took that blow, uh, like, the Packers getting love. I think he took that personally. I think he took that as motivation to get better and prove to the Packers that he's not going anywhere. You know, he's the QB to stay, and that kid's going to be, you know, obviously sitting on the bench for a little while until Rodgers, you know, is kicking the can and he's a little older. But I see, you know, I see a championship coming to Green Bay. But obviously another big shakeup is Matt Stafford of the Lions, John, what do you got?
2: So for Matt Stafford, he has clearly requested a trade. He wants out of Detroit, which I can't blame him. Detroit is just known. All they do ruins players' career. Barry Sanders, one of the greatest running backs ever. Never won a ring. Never did anything in there other than just be a fantastic runner. And then same Calvin Johnson, same story. Amazing. One of the best receivers ever to touch a football field. And what did they do with his career? they cut it short because the lions couldn't win games. So Matt Stafford just wants out of there and that's where I'm thinking is that's where the Colts come in, not for Rodgers, but for Stafford. They got a great O-line. They have some weapons, a young star coming up in Michael Pittman Jr. They have some other old guys like TY Hilton ready to go for that team, young running back in Jonathan Taylor. So I think the Colts with all that cap space, are going to be one of the teams that go and try to pull the trigger on Matthew Stafford. Yeah,
0: certainly I agree with you on that. And I feel like, you know, Detroit, the city of potholes, and certainly the Lions have a lot of potholes they need to figure out. <laughs> and uh, kind of stringing away from NFL, obviously time back to our school here MHS, basketball's starting up. And I know, Jonah, you play on the basketball team. W- what's going on here? Your season's obviously delayed, and you're trying to start up, and I heard it was
2: kind of a playoff-style tournament? Um, well, I believe there's going to be a original regular season and then the playoffs upcoming with COVID and all we are being forced to wear masks in games and practices and even like the refs can stop games if the mask is like below the nose or anything like any reason that could be affecting people's safety around the refs can stop the game and make sure everything is right
1: what's in- it like wearing a mask like when I played volleyball we had to wear masks and it was awful like it's hard to breathe you're like inhaling and exhaling the mask and yeah, obviously basketball got to be killed right Yeah, you're running up and down the court. That's a lot.
2: Yeah, it is certainly. Basketball, for me at least, is the most exercise I get in anything. You're just (laughs) sprinting back and forth for an hour on end. Yeah. So it is extremely difficult actually to breathe in those things. But I mean, as as you go, I think you definitely kind of develop some... Like, you almost forget you it's there. You it, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, you're still struggling to breathe, but you still kind of, like, forget it's there. Like, that's just your natural breathing you at that point is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your natural breathing at that point is barely being able to breathe in, and it's certainly a challenge for
0: and all the guys. I know, you guys lost a lot of, you know, senior talent last year. How are you guys looking this year? Do you think, you know, the team's got to, you know, are you going to shake up the league?
2: You know, we have some potential for sure. The team originally does not look as strong, with um a lot of the guys that we lost last year you guys have a shorter team right our star guards we lost a couple big guys too. our starting center basically our whole starting lineup is Mm -hmm. gone now so we're completely renewing that and so i think that we have some potential to do some good things we got some guys this kid eugene is really good he looks very promising so far in these practices who i think could really take the place of one of those guards that left last year and be super successful for us.
0: Yeah, of course, and, you know,
2: MHS kind of,
0: not rebuilding, but, you know, they're just reformatting formatting what they have right now in order to have the success they desire. And, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude our first episode here. We touched upon, obviously, NFL, a little MHS. Next week, we'll be covering the Super Bowl 55 predictions and also some more NFL and other sports-related news. Also, stay tuned for new podcast streaming from the Birdhouse. This has been your host, Ben Roy, alongside Mia Hickey and Joni
1: Nielsen. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.